Where's your focus? In Jesus' day, there were different sects among the Jews, different sects or parties of Judaism. There was the Pharisees that we hear about all the time. There was the Essenes, there was the Zealots, and there were the, the Sadducees. And the Bible says that the Sadducees are those who deny that there is a resurrection. That, that was the first line today. They deny that there's a resurrection. In other words, the Sadducees believed that when you die, that's it. The Sadducees believed that when you die, that's it. They did not believe in the resurrection. They did not believe in eternal life. They did not believe in the resurrection of the body. Where, as, as Jesus showed us, should we persevere in a state of grace, Should we have been baptized? And should we be children of God, which Jesus calls us? Should we be children of God? Should we attain to the resurrection? We will actually receive our bodies back, glorified and perfected. Just like Jesus' body when He rose from the dead. But the Sadducees, they had no concept of a resurrection from the dead. They had no concept of eternal life. And so the Sadducees could only be focused on this world. The Sadducees could only be focused on this life. Or, to say it another way, the Sadducees could only think That this life was their true home. But Jesus invites them and invites us into something different. Jesus invites us to focus on His home. To focus on His house. Jesus says to the apostles... And he says to you and to me in John chapter 14, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. For in my Father's house there are many rooms. And when I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. That where I am, you also may be. Jesus desires nothing more than you and I to join Him forever in His Father's house. This series is Home is Where Your Heart Is. And last week, we remembered, we saw how Jesus wants to come to our house. How Jesus called Zacchaeus down from the tree. And said what he says to you and to me as well. Zacchaeus, come down quickly. For this day I am coming to your house. And when Jesus comes to our house, something changes. When we live in the presence of Jesus Christ, our lives are changed. Our minds are changed. That's what repentance means. It's Greek. It's metanoia. It means to change your mind. Our lives are changed. Our minds are changed. Our souls are changed when Jesus comes to our house. But why does Jesus come to your house and to mine? 
Why does Jesus come down to us? This is what He did. He came all the way down from heaven, took on a human body, was born of a human mother, He lived a human life, He suffered, He died, He was spat upon, beaten, spoken against, crowned with thorns, crucified and died, and rose from the dead. That's all Jesus coming to our house. He came all the way down from heaven to be on earth with you and with me. Why did He do it? Why did Jesus come to our house? He came to our house so that He might bring us to His house. Jesus came all the way down from heaven to our house so that He might bring us to His house, to eternal life, to eternal fulfillment, to the complete fullness of joy. But the Sadducees were focused on this house, on this world. How about you? What takes your focus off of his house and to this house? What takes your focus off of heaven and to this world? Could be a bunch of things. It could be things that are always sins. Things like thievery and adultery and fornication and murder and breaking the first commandment could be things that um, that are not always sins but that we focus on too much we could focus too much on on money we could focus too much on food or drink we could focus too much on clothes or houses or boats or vacations we could focus too much on work on our own pride, all kinds of things. We could even focus too much on, on good things like, like, like family and like, like rest. What takes your focus from his house and puts it on this house? Because the only way we will receive the fullness of joy. Or I guess better to say, the only place that the fullness of joy is available, the only place that the fullness of human life is available is in His house, which we can begin to live in now. When we come to Mass. When we are in a state of grace and receive Holy Communion. When we come to confession. When we're in our own homes and we open up our Bibles and we read them. When we pray, especially when you pray with your family together. If we want the fullness of joy. If we want a fulfilled life. If we want happiness. We, like the Sadducees, have to be unfocused on this house. And refocused on His house. And there is one thing 
that I think is more helpful than anything else in being focused and in staying focused on Jesus' invitation to his house. That one thing that helps, I think, more than anything else to make our way to his house. It's called friendship. It's called community. It's called Walking together with other people. I tell you, that's that's true in my own life. The biggest thing that motivated me to be a good person when when I was a kid was uh, the example of of my cousin, uh, Jacob. And then uh, when I got to high school, I... um, I really, I began to grow in love with Jesus Christ just because Skeet invited me to go play soccer. And because when I went play soccer, I ended up in a community with people like, like Skeet and Dexter and Hunter and Jason and, and Derek. And Derek became a mentor to me. And he taught me how to pray. And he answered my questions about, about the faith. And he helped me really like truly like fall in love with Jesus Christ. And then then Lisa, Lisa, she told me that, hey, you got to go to confession and you better not be receiving Holy Communion until you go to confession because you know you've got mortal sin in your soul and you know better than that. And because of what Lisa told me, like that changed my life. And then, then I started um, hanging out a lot with, with Hayden and Hayden was just a good man who was a good example to me and was, who was really, really wise. And then, uh, then along with Hayden, I met, I met Josh and Josh was also just also a good example and really encouraged me to study and encouraged me uh, to learn the faith. And then as I got to seminary, I started walking with people like Kent and, and like John David and Addie and Mary and other people who prayed with me and we prayed together. And that like that like began to change, change my life. And, and then now as as I struggle with like focusing more on like the work of this life than of the Lord, like Jen always helps to keep me focused on the Lord and not on my work and not on what I have to do. And, and JD is still there and he helps me to relax and Brett and, and, and Patrick and Eric, they, they show me like a lot of what it's like to be a priest and help to keep me accountable to go to confession and all this like throughout, throughout my life, all those people and others on the peripheries of life, like they all like help me and I don't know where I would be. I probably wouldn't be here today, honestly, if it wasn't for all those people, all of those people who show me that this life, this house, like it is in the end, brights all those things that you get distracted by, like those things are not worth your distractions, but that you can focus, focus on His house. So my question for us today is who helps you focus on the things that are most important in life. If you're married, I hope that your spouse can help you to do that. And whether you're married or not, I hope that there are other people too. Good friends. Brothers and sisters in the Lord. To walk together to His house. You know, it's not just my experience that shows that walking with other people is the most helpful thing 
to, to get to his house. It's also the experience of pretty much everybody um, who comes for spiritual guidance or spiritual direction or, or things like that. It's, uh, it's also the experience of, of basically almost anybody we talk to around the country. You see, a couple years ago, Bishop Fobb said, hey, I, I want everybody in this diocese like, to know Jesus. And I want to find out, like, what is the most helpful, what are the most helpful things for people like you and like me to know Jesus? And so he and his team, you, you might have been part of this, he went out all around the diocese and he listened to people. They did research all around the country and said, what is the most helpful thing, like, for people to know Jesus? And the one thing that came back over and over and over again is the one thing that helps people the most to sustain relationship with Jesus Christ is having people in their lives, people in their lives who help them to focus on heaven. And so that's what we're about in the Diocese of Home at Thibodeau. Probably in the next few weeks you'll hear more, hear more about Bishop Fobb's strategic plan for the Diocese of Home at Thibodeau, which is really Jesus' plan for the Diocese of Home at Thibodeau, which we are implementing here at Holy Cross. And if the most important thing that we found, or the most effective thing, I should say, that we found to help people to grow with Jesus is having other people in their lives that help them grow with Jesus, then it's our job as a church parish to facilitate that for each other. And so in Advent, we're starting something called Holy Cross Connections. And all that is, is a small group of people, probably eight, maybe six, ten, twelve people, who get together once a week during Advent to help each other focus on His house. We'll be able to tell you how you can sign up for Advent Connections in, in the next week or two. Um, right now, in, in your bulletin, uh, and, and in the announcements at the end of Mass, there are details about being a leader. Maybe you're convicted today. And maybe you're saying, hey, you know what? I, I, I need some people in my life who can help me focus on His house. And you know what? I... I might not know what I'm doing. I might have never led a group. I might just come, I might just, I just come to church on Sunday. Or maybe I just came back to church this week. I don't know. But you know what? I want to find a way to help other people and to help myself to, to walk to his house. So I, I, you know what? I'm willing to open my home. I'm willing to put myself out there like to lead a group. Well, that's you. Think about it. Ask Jesus about it today. On Thursday night, we're having a training. For group leaders. You don't have to have any experience. You don't have to know what you're doing. You don't have to be a perfect Catholic. Because those don't exist. Except Jesus and the Blessed Mother. You say, hey, I want to put myself out there. Thursday night. All information is in your bulletin. And whether you come on Thursday night or not. The sign-ups for Advent Connections are coming in the next couple weeks. Four weeks. Four-week commitment. We want to do this all year. We want to keep this going. But at, at the beginning, start small. Four weeks. Because you and I are tempted. I am tempted, and I bet you are too, to focus on this world from time to time. 
Whatever your favorite sin is, whatever things like get you distracted. We're all tempted to focus on this world from time to time. And Jesus Christ is calling you and me to shift our perspective, to shift our focus, just like he's calling the Sadducees. To shift our focus from this earth to heaven, from this house to his house. So I beg you, find some people to walk with you. Take advantage of all the opportunities that they are on. Because we want to go to his house. Because he came all the way down from heaven. He suffered. He died on a cross. And he rose from the dead so that you and I could go to his house. Let's follow him. Let's go. Amen.